Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parentingpodcast. In the New Testament book of Philippians, chapter 2, we're told to do all things without grumbling. And if you and I are honest, it's a lot easier said than done to implement that in our parenting. I'm John Fuller, along with Dr. Danny Huerta. He's the Vice President of the Parenting and Youth Department here at Focus on the Family. And Danny, I think we are all just inclined to complain, to whine. Why is that destructive within the context of the home? It creates momentum, and the momentum builds, right? A negative momentum. A negative momentum. There's a ripple effect. Tension increases. There's there's really no solution that you're pointing the family towards. It's just a complaining and a negativity, and it feeds itself and grows unless there's a counter-momentum. And that's optimism, positivity, hope, and, and excitement for things to come that could reverse uh, something that's not so good. So your, your role as a parent, you can bring some counter-momentums to something that's happening in your home. Mm-hmm. And uh, being negative will, will create uh, not only destructiveness, but disconnection. Most people don't want to be around negative people. Yeah, that, that just becomes one of those uh, prickly things. I don't want to be around that. Let me move on. So, Well, let's go ahead and hear part of a conversation Jim Daly and I had with Trisha Goyer, who uh, told about a challenge she gave to her family to stop complaining. Trisha, welcome back to Focus. Thank you. It's always so wonderful to I be here. I think you've been here four or five times, I think if my math five. is correct. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Well, it's good to have you back. And now on this topic, gr- a grumble-free year. I mean, really, really. A year? Why didn't you start with a day yeah, or maybe a week? <laughs> well, I know myself, and I know that if it wasn't a big goal, it'd be easy to give up. Well, you know, just like dieting on January 1st. By January 5th, I'm done. Yeah. I'm eating the chocolate cake. So it had to be big enough that we were going to focus on it for a while. Also, it's a big issue. Thankfulness really is something that needs to go deep in our heart, and I knew it would take <laughs> us a long time especially to work on it. Okay, moms are listening, and I'm sure many dads. And... They're thinking, yeah, a year without whining and complaining. It sounds unachievable. Um, You just had a breakdown. What happened? I mean, your family, what was the situation that made you say, okay, enough? Okay, 2,500 miles in the car with my kids. (laughs) 2,500 miles? Yes, okay. Now, tell me about your family makeup, though, with these eight kids. Are they all yours? So we have 10 kids total. They're all yours, They're all. Well, we have three biological, yes, and then we've adopted seven. That's amazing. Yeah. Just as an aside, thank you and congratulations. (laughs) Yeah. It's been a challenge, but we are very thankful for them. So tell us about this story, your, your big drive when you got to your breaking point, saying, can I just have a little... Peace and quiet. Yeah. So I was speaking in Seattle and I thought, let's take the family. They've never been to the Northwest. Why not go 2,500 miles? And the problem is your husband, John, was in favor of this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, wasn't he the the brain of reasonableness? (laughs) But We get there, 2,500 miles. So that's halfway. You know, we still have to come back. And I said, this is crazy. Everyone's complaining. I knew it was the breaking point when the waitress put our plates down and they were arguing over the fries that spilled on the table because they all wanted the three fries that were on the table. I'm like, there's so much grumbling. There's so much complaining. We cannot, first of all, go all the way home like this, but we really need to work on it. 
we had a lot of anger in the past. My last book was Calming Angry Kids. So we dealt with a lot of the anger, the big issue, the tantrums. Now it was the more subtle grumbling, but it was getting on all of our nerves. All of us were tired of it. Just so we can identify what, from a mom's perspective, what are examples of those grumblings? What does okay. that sound like? Yeah. So every time I'd say do your chores, there'd be mumbling under their breath rolling their eyes when I'd say, go put your clothes away. When I say, it's time to get your shoes on for church, they'd be mumbling as they headed to the car. There's always something that they're complaining about, and it was really getting tiring. Okay, now most of us are going to say that's kind of normal parenting. Mm -hmm. That seems like normal parenting, but I knew it was a deeper heart issue, and I knew that I was kind of doing the same thing. Because here again, my life had changed. We'd taken in seven extra kids in five years. And so there's always shoes lying on the floor. There's always all, you know, all the added laundry, all the added dishes. And I found myself feeling unappreciated again over and over and trying to deal with that. I knew it was deep in my heart and I knew it was deep in their heart. Even though we were all together as a family now, we really needed to focus on making a change. And I want to I want to cover that lack of appreciation in a mm-hmm. second. But before we get there, one of the observations you made about Scripture is how often the Lord tells us in his word to give thanks or to praise him, to praise the Lord, to rejoice in fact, I think you make the observation that it behind fear not, it's like the number two thing right. that God's encouraging Rejoice us to always. do. Give thanks in all things. Make a joyful noise to the Lord. He wants us to praise him. And instead, we get stuck in the rut of, of repeating those grumbles over and over again. And basically, we're saying, God, you're not doing enough for me here. So I'm just going to complain about everything. Our heart isn't lifted to God in gratitude. We are just complaining. Mm-hmm. Tricia, now back to that comment when you felt underappreciated. Mm-hmm. So many moms are connecting with you with that. And I think us dads, we can tend to be a little oblivious to that empty tank yes. that a mom can have. First, describe that. What what does that feel like when mom's tank is low and she's just kind of going through the motions? And how did that apply in your life? Right. Well, I think it's something that I came from my family of origin with because instead of like there was a lot of big arguing, but was I wish someone would help me out. No one appreciates me. That must be nice. They get to go on vacation. So I heard that growing up. So I kind of took that into my own marriage and parenting. It's like, man, I'm in here all alone with the dishes and this. I wish someone would help me. Instead of asking for help, I was expecting people to know what I was thinking and just let those grumbles build. And I didn't realize how serious it was until I had an old boyfriend actually reach out to me. It was about 15 years into our marriage. And all of a sudden I get this email and I knew I shouldn't have emailed back, but you know, just the, Hey, how are you doing? Pretty soon. It's like, as I'm telling him about my life and my family, Oh, it seems like no one appreciates you. It seems like you're doing all this work for everybody and they're not caring for you. And I knew right then that if I let those words take root from this person outside who I had dated had been my quote first love although looking back now it wasn't love at all if I would have let that take root it really could have led me in an emotional affair and maybe even gone farther than that and so I asked my friends to pray and a couple days later I told John about it broke off communication but still that burden of I don't feel like anyone appreciates me here lingered for a while and it took me realizing like maybe I can just start asking for help 
instead of just expecting everyone to know what I needed. Maybe I start being thankful for what God was doing for my family, for our life, instead of feeling, always focusing on what wasn't working in my life, what wasn't going well. And once I started asking for help, amazingly, my family started helping. But really, that could have been a moment that could have ruined our marriage and taken us in the wrong direction, all because I was feeling empty, unappreciated, um, and then kind of unloved. Because if you feel like no one's seeing you, no one's appreciating you, then they don't love you. Which in turn, my family loved me. I just wasn't making my needs aware. You know, I really love the honesty that Trisha Goyer brings whenever we talk to her, and especially about this topic of stopping complaining and how that really affected her family for the good. So Danny, encourage kids uh, to be thankful. This is something, if you if you said, Mom, Dad, go ahead and just encourage your kids to be thankful. Um, it would be a lecture, right? It would be, a, I told you to be thankful. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm guessing That's there's right. a positive way to do this. Yeah, I really, it's about helping your kids see what they need to be thankful for. I like to ask the question, what is it that you see? If they're complaining about something, help me see what you're complaining about. I don't really understand it fully. Yeah, our TV's not as big as theirs. <laughs> right. Is there anything to be thankful for in the picture you see? Let's just start with that. If it's yeah. 10%, let's start with that 10% and figure out what you can be thankful for there. And, and it's really about having a conversation and helping them see from the inside out what it is they can be thankful for and having them verbalize that. But you and your language, sharing what you're thankful for. If you walk into the house and you say, hey, honey, thanks for making dinner. This is fantastic. I I specifically love the meat tonight. It tastes so good. And you're bringing that as a regular cultural piece of the home. You'll see your kids mirroring Mm -hmm. that. Uh, Sometimes when maybe you're on a walk and you, uh, during springtime, smell the lilacs. Hey, man, I'm so thankful I can smell the fragrance of lilacs, especially people that may have lost their sense of smell during the the, the COVID pandemic, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. You get it back and you're going, whoa, that I smell that. That it really is really rich. The, the important part as a parent is you model, be very specific about what you're grateful for. Not just, hey, I'm thankful. Kids need to learn to look for the things they're thankful for, name them, and enjoy it. Hmm. And uh, you'll, you'll see that it becomes natural to kids because then it makes sense. Well, I really want to agree with you, Danny. It's on me to set the tone, and I just have to make that mental shift from finding the obvious problem to finding the obvious thing that's going well or that I can be thankful for. And uh, if you need encouragement like that, stop by our website. We've got a lot of great resources to kind of keep you going in the positive direction. Uh, we have a free parenting assessment, and that's free. I'm thankful it's free. I've taken the parenting assessment. I'm thankful it showed me that I'm doing some things good. I'm not so thankful it showed me some things that I could kind of bone up on. But anyway, take the parenting assessment. We'll link over to it in the episode notes. And then, if you can, please make a donation to the Ministry of Focus on the Family. A monthly pledge is great. A one-time gift, that's great too. Either way, uh, when you contribute to the work here, we'll say thank you by sending a copy of the book by Trisha Goyer, The Grumble-Free Year. You can donate and get the book and other resources when you call 800-A-FAMILY or just check the links in the episode notes. Next time we'll hear how God redeemed uh, Elizabeth Oates from a broken home and a painful past. For now, on behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team here, I'm John Fuller and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Mm-hmm.